You're listening to Vivica Widow's Knock Knock, episode 6, narrated by Leo St. Paul. With the gifted phone in my hand, I saw an opportunity. Teresa had been killed. Others had no doubt lost their lives to the so-called club, but I couldn't let what happened to my wife be in vain. I would seek out the truth and expose them all. Someone within the knock-knock club knew who I was and was willing to help me. I didn't have time to figure out who that was. Luckily, Tabitha had left the room door unlocked. I followed the corridor to the other side of the club. I was confident I would hit a dead end quickly, but the brick wall seemed to carry on deeper and deeper into the dark depths of Knock Knock. I came to an ominous-looking grey door. Was I supposed to find Knock Knock completely lacking security, or had the one who had given me the phone ensured the doors were open? There was something they wanted me to find, something that would tell me who these headliners were. At first, I could hear a smooth male voice accompanied by a guitar and simple drum beats singing a gentle serenade. I heard other voices too, talking over the singing, then I realised the singing was coming from speakers. There was a light shining underneath a door that had been left slightly ajar. I crossed the wide, empty room to get a closer look. I came to a window that looked out onto the alley that ran alongside the club. I crouched down and looked out. Whoever gave me the phone, this was what they wanted me to find. Tabitha was there with Dennis and a tall man wearing all black. He had a long ponytail. His name was Marcus Penn. He was one third of the Penn triplets who owned the Penn auction house. Marcus was rolling a woman onto the filthy ground. Oh, she's wasted, Tabitha laughed. Dennis, on the other hand, didn't seem amused. Yeah, on our booze, he said. I took out the phone and started to record. Marcus looked up with a firm grip on the woman's shoulder. Her head lolled and her eyes rolled. I'm sure we can spare a drink for our girl Mel here, Tabitha continued. Dennis looked away. Just go on with it, will you? That sounds like Dennis giving me orders, she said to Marcus. Dennis shook his head. I'm just saying. Tabitha cut him off by snapping her fingers together in a shut-up gesture. Remember, this is my club, you useless prick. Of course, Dennis began to explain himself. Tabitha gave a gasp of faint shock. She again turned to Marcus, and yet still he doesn't shut up. Marcus glared at Dennis with a cold stare while still clutching the young woman they called Mel. Mel gave a groan. She was trying to speak through a drunken slur. This turned Tabitha's attention from Dennis back onto her. What's that? she asked, approaching Mel. Dennis is a prick? She clasped Mel's jaw and worked her mouth like a puppeteer. That's Tabitha. Dennis is a prick, she mocked. Mel's eyes rolled. Dennis arched his eyebrows but said nothing in response. You see, Tabitha returned to her normal voice. She was retarded enough to walk in here with her demands and even she knows how much of a prick you are. 
She started working Mill's mouth again. Yes, she is Tabitha, and might I say, you look so pretty today. Tabitha smiled a wicked smile. Isn't she sweet? At least she has taste. Mill's eyes rolled again. She was trying to defend herself or appeal for mercy, or maybe both. But she was so inebriated she wasn't able to. Marcus said nothing throughout. His gaze remained fixed. Can we please just get on with this? Dennis appealed. I sensed he was being careful not to sound too demanding. Tabitha looked to Mel. He wants you to die. Well, isn't that just charming? If it were up to me, Mel, honey, I'd keep you here for the rest of your natural life, feeding you the shit straight from your own arse, but, you know, business is business and I haven't got time for a pet. What if we just send her back? Dennis suggested tentatively. Tabitha disagreed, and have the other side think they can just send people into my club and they'll walk away? No. They declared war on us. It's bad enough I have a fucking report of all things breathing down my neck. I've had to drag Marcus in to oversee this mess. Now, and no. You know what? You got me all pissed now. I need a herbal tea. Are you happy? Now I'm thinking about fucking tea of all things. Marcus, handsome, do your thing. Before I had the chance to react, Mel's blood was spilled into the alley. Marcus took a sharp blade to her throat like an animal in a slaughterhouse. I couldn't give my position away. It was too late for the woman anyway. I had captured the whole thing, though. I took as deep and silent a breath as I could. Well, that was so satisfying. I may not need that tea after all. Send the head to the courthouse and remind that judge bitch that I don't mess around, Tabitha was saying as I retreated back into the club. I was determined more than ever to get to the bottom of this. I had some pretty damning evidence that could see the whole place shut down, but before I did anything, I wanted to speak to someone who could shed more light on what I was dealing with. End of episode 6